Welcome to episode four of All My Skate Videos. Of course, for season two, we're here today to talk about Thrasher Magazine's slash Converse Shoes Prevent This Tragedy video. Let's uh, first do a quick introduction to some of the people that'll be chatting about the 2010 release. We're joined with newcomer Mike in Philly. How is your day going, Mike? It's going good. Got out of work. Uh, honored to be a part of the podcast today. Thank you for having me as a guest, Carl. Of course. I'm glad you could be here. Thank you for your uh, generous donation of time. We uh, are glad to have you here. Uh, favorite Ian in Lancaster. How are we? Good. Just good? It's good. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good's good. And finally, all-time favorite with new time style, Brian in Chicago. How are we? Uh, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I don't know how to respond to that. Think on it. We got time. All right. Thanks. Okay. Talk soon. We're here again today to talk about the Thrasher Magazine slash Converse collab uh, video, Prevent This Tragedy. Experience with Converse shoes. Mike, kick this off. Any experience with Converse shoes or Thrasher magazine? This is uh, kind of tough because it's a joint video of sorts, but any experience with the shoes being Converse or the magazine being Thrasher? Uh, not that I had Converse shoes to skateboard in, but I did buy some from Ross one time. And um, you can't walk very far in them without your feet hurting. But they were raw shoes, so I can't really, you know, judge. And when you say raw shoes, were these shell toes? Were these the all-stars, the Chuck Taylors? What shoes exactly, if you can recall? Um, <clears throat> I guess all-stars. I, I don't know the name. I just okay. bought them. Got it. Do you still have the shoes? Do you still wear them, or are they in the trash or on a telephone wire? Uh, I still wear them occasionally, but... I can't really wear them out without uh, feet death. Pain. Pain. Got it. Kind of sounds like a shoe company I, I heard of one time called Vans. <laughs> and, uh, we'll save that story for another episode. Uh, what about your experience with the Bible? Some would say Thrasher. Any experience with uh, the magazine? I probably don't own one Thrasher magazine. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah I, I don't have many mags you do have a lot of videos though from what you showed me i'm probably going to share those photos uh kind of as a, a collection porn of sorts for skate videos <laughs> but uh yeah. never uh one for the magazines no not one for the mags and then mike c um i cut photos out of my trans worlds one time and put them on my wall and i got scolded for cutting up the magazine <laughs> okay interesting thank you for that ian any experience with converse shoes or thrasher skateboard magazine yeah i don't remember what the model was but i had a pair of white converses like not they weren't normal converses they're just like a white like almost like a like a beach looking shoe they were on sale, so I got them. 
and I fucking hated them. They were so uncomfortable. My feet, my feet are way too wide for them. And it was just like a couple weeks of pain and trying to get used to them. And I didn't like them. Got it. Let me ask, did you have to alter your sizing at all um, for this Converse shoe or was it true to size? It feels if uh, that's one issue I've always had with Converse shoes is how goofy their sizing is. Yeah, I think that was the problem. I just bought whatever I normally wear, which is like a nine and a half or 10. So I probably got one of those and it felt like it felt too long. Like there was space at the end where your toes go. But then the middle part was like half the width of a normal shoe. And it was just hmm. choking me up. Got it. You don't strike me as the kind of person that would try on shoes at the store. Is this true? Why would you say that? I don't know. You bought shoes that didn't fit you. <laughs> I think I got them online. I, I went through a big skate warehouse phase because our shop doesn't carry shoes. Oh, big Amazon boy, huh? I tried. I just, I was at the mall like an hour ago and I tried on shoes, one pair of shoes, and then I bought them. And what they were shoes? on sale too. So take that. Some like dress shoes. I think they're eyes oh. odds. You want to see them? Eye shots? Yeah, let's see them. Ian's, uh, left the screen the to eye shots oh yeah he's got the eyes on, <laughs> eyes on memory from yeah let's see these bad boys oh my own brown they're a little blue in the back they're gonna match some blue pants thought that perfect was... perfect attire for your next uh zoom meeting i like that big shout out to our official sponsor Izod footwear <laughs> And uh, any experience with the uh, Thrasher magazine? Yeah, I have a couple. I didn't buy any of them myself. I took them from our dear friend Johnny from the from our Slaughterhouse chat, if you recall, Sir John. He had a big magazine collection and didn't want them, so I took them. Oh, nice. Lots of lizard. A... Cool. I have an anecdote. Uh, I can add on to that when it's my turn, but let's take it to Brian. Any uh, experience with Converse shoes or Thrasher? t-shirt company yeah i've got kind of a mix of everyone's reviews so far got a pair from marshall's maybe like a decade ago and they weren't the skate line but when when congress was first coming out they had like different tiers there was like cons and then i think one star was the next level down it's like their mall shop line there's a pair of those. I don't know if it even had a name. Um, and they were they were so skinny that I yeah, I want to full size up. And then the, the toes were just hanging out there. Uh, I think I skated them like three times and donated them. Definitely don't have them anymore, taking up space in the closet. You strike me as a, a Sloman Shield or Salvation Army kind of a donator. Is that true? Not Goodwill? Uh, whichever one doesn't uh, go into the church's pockets. Okay, fair enough. And uh, to round it out, experience with the Thrasher t-shirt company or magazine company? Yeah, I had a bunch of mags over the years. Never had like a subscription or anything, but just if I was walking through the grocery store or I actually looked for one this week at Home Depot because they have they have everything there, but they don't have Threshers. It's a bummer. 
Do they really have a uh, thorough magazine spread? The, at least the one by me, yeah. Damn. Yeah, what else did they have? Anything uh, noteworthy? No, nah, influx of uh, men's fitness mags and home and garden variety magazines. And I, I believe every single Thrasher shirt I've ever owned was free. It's funny how uh, Thrasher is one of those magazines everyone raves about, but then you talk to people and chances are if they actually skate, they're not a subscriber and they don't buy copies, <laughs> which I think I is the case bought, with uh, everybody. I only bought copies for the videos. I just remembered I did buy uh, one or two for the single part videos or maybe for Prevent This Tragedy. Got it. I don't even remember uh, what issue, what that issue looked like that had this video. Part of me feels as if I just took it from the skate shop, but uh anyway where do i begin experience with cons i had a pair of the low top ones that were canvas that i liked quite a bit when they had the lunar lawn insole i uh was a big fan of those but i had to keep patching them up and similar to what mike said they do hurt your feet after a bit and then when i was working at uh nocturnal i was lucky enough to come up on a pair to do a wear test on of just skate in the shoes give some feedback and I remember emailing somebody at Converse, like my thoughts and my feedback and that shoe was actually really good. I think it ended up being called the metric Jake Johnson wore it a little bit uh, a few years yeah. ago. That shoe was really good. Experience with Thrasher magazine. Don't think I've ever purchased one, but I uh, ended up with a white Thrasher t-shirt that I eventually got cheesesteak grease on that still has said cheesesteak grease on it. And uh, I haven't really worn it since. And going off of what uh, I think Ian said, I came up on a bunch of Thrasher magazines from some guy. Uh, I think his name's Luke. He just moved to Philly. And I met him at the one spot out in West Philly that you actually skated in, that uh, curb spot. Good spot. Yeah. Shout out West Philly uh, CBS spot. But uh, he just moved to Philly and he had all these magazines and I took them. Came up on like almost five years of content there. So that was a good come up. That's about it though. Let's see, what do you think uh, this video goes for if, if you had to actually pay for it nowadays, Mike? Probably I'd pay 15 bucks. Easy. Wow, yeah, well. Good thing is, is that when the secret tape normally has copies in stock, our official sponsor, the secret tape, the secret tape has copies of prevent this tragedy for $15. So you're right on the money there, Mike, you win 1000 points. Sweet. Damn. Congrats, congrats on the wind. Mm -hmm. uh, no worry, Brian, you can still come back and win some All points. Right. We're just four people talking about skate videos, but there's a whole wide world out there on the internet talking about skate videos. And I uh, took some YouTube comments and I wanted to uh, just read through them because I think that they're great and I want to have their voices here on the pod. One uh, comment I'll read off first is from uh, Matthias Fruman five years ago. Again, this is from a YouTube comment on Prevent This Tragedy. Matthias said, basically the last we ever saw of Ethan Fowler, that Trey double set looked insane. He will be missed to where Sasha Razanow 
followed that up and what did ian ian what did uh sasha say did he die if so how like that did he die no that's good but uh yeah but i feel as if uh this concept is going to come back later of uh did some of these people in this video die or have a tragedy because uh feel as if this is the last time we see quite a few skaters and we'll uh narrow them down in a second or in a few minutes either one would you say uh, that they weren't able to prevent the tragedy i think the tragedy just overpowered them yeah it happens yeah hey can't always prevent a tragedy from happening ain't it the truth indubitably we uh, got a second comment that I'm going to ask Brian to read off. This is PS boy rec 93, eight years ago. What did they say on prevent this tragedy? When I was a kid, this was the life I wanted was never good enough at skating colon capital P. Now I have to go uni and study sports science for a mediocrity life colon at science. <laughs> What do you think about that, Mike? Do uh, do you feel as if from this video, a lot of people, I don't know, admire this type of skating, but then they have to go on to uni and study sports science for a mediocre life? I mean, just a video starting out with shotgunning the beers really uh, tells you. I think that says all you need to know for my answer. Pretty much. Ian, read off uh, a follow-up comment from said person. Again, still PS boy rec 93, still eight years ago. I uh, don't know who they were responding to, but Ian, what did they hit us with? I've grown out of it, mate, but thanks. When I was a kid, it was a dream. You either get sponsored to continue or you got to stop and sort out your life, colon capital P. For somebody who's in a university, they really don't know how to use emojis all that well. <laughs> Lots of tongue out stick. <laughs> I don't know. Eight weird. years ago, though. I don't even think the internet existed eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let alone five. But uh, real. somehow Kevin Cannon left a comment five years ago and said, Ugh, handrails bore me to death. Still a great vid. <laughs> Kevin what a half cannon. It was a necessary comment, I say. <laughs> yeah. This video, uh, of course, we'll talk about it more in depth shortly, but definitely overblown on the handrails and some other bits of skating that uh, we'll tie in shortly. Finally, Stacey Abbott, the final YouTube comment for uh, Prevent This Tragedy, commented eight years ago and said, who does he ride for? He rides for Thrasher boards and Converse shoes. <laughs> I wonder if there's a kid out there that, uh, I don't know, maybe won a Thrasher contest and just got apparel sent to him and then started to tell his friends that he was sponsored by a Thrasher apparel. Do we want to take guesses on who Stacy Abbott was talking about? Or do you think he thought this was all one person? That's a good question. Probably all one person. I could see it. I mean, I feel like uh, 
Sammy Baca and Ethan Fowler, it's pretty easy to get their styles mixed up. I I just mean, assume it's all, all one. I've never seen them in the same room together, actually. Yeah. Oh. Or at the same demo. True. Even though they wow. apparently rode for the same company. Mm. Yeah. A likely story. Yeah. And apparently one of them's goofy and the other one's regular, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> Any uh, other things we need to acknowledge about these YouTube comments? I mean, I, could, I can read the, yeah, I should actually mention uh, a few things. So Prevent This Tragedy came out in 2010. The length is a whopping 31 minutes, which was uh, pleasing to me. I didn't have to invest too much time into this. It features the likes of Andrew Allen, David Gravett, Devin Apello, Emmanuel Guzman, Ethan Fowler, Nick Trapasso, Raymond Molinar, and Sammy Bacall. The uh, back of the uh, casing says the following. And, um, it says who's starring in it, and we already read through that list. If you, for some reason you jumped here and you're not sure who's in the video, please rewind about 30 seconds and dial in then. Uh, Brian, what's the back cover of the case say? Prevent this tragedy is raw skateboarding, thrasher style, from the deepest beer-soaked bowls to the longest potentially nut-mangling handrails. We follow the world's gnarliest skaters as they get buck, dance with death, and set new standards of modern radical. Wonderful, right? I couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. And then we have a picture of uh, Nick Trapasso doing a frontside feeble from his part down a longer handrail. And uh, it's kind of interesting how on the skate video site, it says it's 31 minutes. And then on the back of the case, it says approximately 60 minutes. <laughs> kind of interesting. <clears throat> yeah, round up. Why not? Round yeah. up. I like how they put uh, also featuring and Lizard King is the third person that's also featured. Big fan. Oh, shout hey, out. That, back, that backside flip though. Yeah. Very passionate. Is that the one where he touched the ground? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember, but there's a good chance. Yeah. And all, all the passionate homies were in the background. Yeah, there was, there was some passion in the air that day. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dive right into the video. We'll do it that way this time. Normally, I pass off because uh, I don't like talking all that much, even though I run this thing. But, yeah, I'll dive into the intro. We're driving around Las Vegas with Sammy, who is the number one beer man. That's his new nickname. Um, who did you guys think was the older lady at this shotgun party? Did you guys catch this? Yeah. <laughs> who is not. she and who does she ride for? I'm going to say Crooked, Adidas. Um, she's got some like condo in New York and she's an artist. The number one beer granny. Wish, I don't know if she was drinking. Let's run that. She was a hey, guilty by association. I mean, she wasn't shotgunning a beer but she was in the picture she didn't call the cops on them for drinking beer so so she, she must well have be had, the yeah. good homie she might as well have had one 
<laughs> it's Don Vito in a wig. There we go. <laughs> I don't know what her purpose was. Like, why was she so deep into this uh, shotgun pit? And then as soon as it starts to take off, she's like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just out of the shot with her little pink shirt. It's great. She looks cute, though. She looks happy. She looks like a thrill to be around. Yeah. Maybe she's summoning them to uh, do this. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. You guys have to shotgun this beer before I drive you guys home. Maybe she's the DD. Oh. Who knows? Um, this made me think when's the last time you guys shotgunned a beer? We'll uh, go reverse, uh, reverse order. And now, Brian, when was the last time you shotgunned a beer? Uh, it was, it was within the last two weeks. <laughs> Here's to that. Hey, go on. Where would you shotgun? And, uh, um, was it Mike's hard or, uh, white claw? Mike's hard. What do you think I am, dude? It was a white claw. Jeez. Um, I was at a, uh, a benefit for my friend who, who passed away recently. And he was uh, he was a big fan of the shotgun, so I had to do one for him. Let me ask: When they shotgun, did uh, they use their thumb, what we call a renegade down here, or did they use keys or their teeth? Uh, I feel like usually keys. <clears throat> I think everybody's over the renegade thing by now. Mm. Got it. Okay. It's the past two weeks. Good to know. Ian, what about you? When was the last time you shotgunned a beer like Sammy Baca and the uh, 11 other people that I counted? I shotgunned a fucking PBR right before this, baby. Let's go. Yes. As you should. I don't know. It was probably at least a year ago at this point, which I'm proud of. Okay. Could we get you to shotgun one today? What do you think the chances are of that happening from one to one? No way. There's 16 ounces. I'll get hurt. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Mike, what about you? Any experience shotgunning a beer like Sammy Baca, the beer man? <laughs> I I don't think I shotgun the beer, but I did do notice it always makes a mess. It's never like a clean shotgun. If done poorly, yeah, it's uh, messy, but I think there's something really... Uh, beautiful when you see it done well with no mess anywhere no spills nothing just a quick quick opening quick ending should i share do you guys care have you yeah, done one yeah yeah i did one uh last friday six days ago where <laughs> the occasion i uh rolled my ankle two Saturdays ago. And then I went to uh, celebrate with my friend, Ted, who's uh, from C episode two of this season. He uh, got a promotion and it was his birthday. And I rolled up to the skate shop and he was there and he told me he got a promotion. And I asked if he wanted to go celebrate and uh, went, bought a 12 pack of Tecate and uh, went down to the one bench spot at fifth and Bainbridge just put my thumb through it just to see if I could do it. And I figured, well, if this goes through, I'm going to do it. Like, you know, 
and I just went about it. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> Respect. Yeah. Up the drunks. Uh, we get the bottle flip before that was a thing. Uh, we get back-to-back one-footers from Sammy as well. We uh, head back to the grind transfer for a back tail line where it was originally Crail Slid and Blunt Slid in uh, the Slaughterhouse video. Fan favorite. Um, check out the season finale of episode one if you want to listen to us talk about Slaughterhouse where you can see those tricks. Uh, front Smith on a rather small rail. Did you guys feel as if the one Front Smith down the handrail Sammy did was kind of small? Probably doesn't narrow it down, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't punt Smith, so I think it was fine. They all look good to me. Are you saying Tony T did a bigger one in, uh, in bloom? Uh, the one Tony does in, in bloom on that rail is pretty sick. And I don't think it's so much the, uh, (laughs) Smith and how it was done, but it just looks like a random, almost flat out rail that he's front smithing. Like, I don't know. It looks like a flat bar just over a set and then just lands flat. Kind of random clip. But anyway, this video made me uh, think of one trick that's kind of ugly when popped over. What do you guys think it is that I'm going to say? Hurricane? Uh, No, not quite. Similar uh, where how you're grinding, but not hurricane. Is it front Smith again? Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I kind of like that one. Something about it. Just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, it does feel like kind of a, like a little kid trick. It's like they know how to feeble and then they know how to smith and they're just like, all right, well, let me smith and take this over. Would you rather him just go back to the other side? Yeah, or shove over or something. (laughs) Oh. Front smith, pop, shove it over the rail. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, people do feeble shove it's on rails all the time. To Sammy's credit, he does pop out of the one pretty well, but I just think it's not the best trick to pop over with. But anyway, we get uh, the no emotion cliff drop, which I love. We get four slash tricks. We get a one up from Tim O'Connor or for Tim O'Connor with tail drop kick flip. Uh, I think Tim O'Connor ollied into that in Inhabitants. Can you correct me on that, Mike K? Does he just ollie into it in inhabitants or tail drop? I can't answer that. (laughs) It's in inhabitants. I know it's in there, but uh, it's been a while. Yeah. The sender also reminded me about how rough it is to hear flat spots on tricks and just couldn't stand hearing that. (laughs) But oh well. Any takeaways from Baca's part? Anything we want to mention? Does the slash front board count on that red rail with the little gap in the middle? He slides out and then steps off. 
Yeah, I have a weird little bone to pick about that rail, how David Gravett gap lips it and then Slash just front boards through it. like And doesn't land it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a funny clip, like, and I'm glad they didn't try to cut it. Can you imagine if they tried to cut it to make it look like he landed it? Given, give, it that Jose, give it the Jose Rojo treatment? <laughs> oh, yeah. It would have been... Uh... In poor taste, I think. I, I don't think he landed it, but I th- think it's a good clip. Yeah. Sounds sure great. Yeah, I'm sure he could have redone it, though. Whatever. Ask him to. Anything else on Baca's part? <laughs> I really like the, uh, the gap up the tail slide he does towards the end of his section. The filming was really good, and he came at it at a really cool angle, it looked like. Yeah, Um, I'm blown away. He doesn't really slide it. I think that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, good clip. I like that one. Anything else on Baca's part? I actually wrote down that nothing stood out too much. (laughs) It's not a bad part. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can take this towards the end, but uh, I'm not gonna lie, this video is pretty uh, unmemorable for a variety of reasons that we can dissect, but I uh, definitely understand how you could say that. I will say, I got really stoked when he uh, when he slips out, I think it's in a ball, and then the good homie comes up and just yanks his tooth out. Yeah, that's sick. You lo- you gotta love free dental on the sesh. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> I'm also uh, I'm looking at that clip now, and <laughs> I think it's so funny that he bomb drops into this pool, and there's a huge Etni spray paint logo in there too, like two of them, <laughs> not just the text but the logo too. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, of course, an anti-hero eagle in the deep end of the pool. <laughs> what a legend I uh, feel as if I should have counted white t-shirts in this part (laughs) I was kind of upset that we didn't get the ACDC raglan as a slaughterhouse throwback but Mm. it's all good you know I will say I remember watching this when this came out and like I liked him from slaughterhouse and I think Death Wish was before Break as a Death Wish was before this too. But I watched this part and thought like, all right, that was cool, but like he's clearly not gonna get any better. Like this is like this is his career. <laughs> no, like I was just like he's doing the same shit, you know, like and there's nothing wrong with that. But this is who Sammy Baca is gonna be as a professional skateboarder for the next like 40 years. And I'm really glad that Baker 4 came out and I was proven wrong. Cause whew. That was a part. You want to talk about that part instead? Um, yeah. I, I, well, let's actually do a small deep dive into Sammy as a whole because we've seen him as a rocker in Slaughterhouse. We see him as a hash dog here. We see him as a gangster in Baker 4. What do we think Sammy's next image is going to be? Are we thinking Greco? Glam Greco? Supreme model. 
Supreme. Swag Dad. I, I could I could do a glam baka phase. That'd be cool. It'd be nuts. I'd like to see him as like a funeral home director. <laughs> I think especially in from Baker 4, yeah, I could see the funeral home director uh idea. Sammy Baca, what will he do next? Street bum. Street bum. Okay. Yeah. A glammed. He's got a kid bum. and a wife. He's doing good. <laughs> What was the Baker video that I bought a Thrasher magazine for? Bacon Not destroyed. Baker has a death wish. Yes. Um, he has a good part in that. I don't remember it. That's a shame. I need to wow. look into that. Yeah, same. Does he have clips or a full part? I think he has a full part. He drops in on the straight wall into like the bank. On the side of a, on the side of a building, and um, a couple other pretty stunt-worthy tricks. You know, not flip stuff, but like, you know, hairy things. Yeah, I've got to rewatch that. I have a copy. Mike, let's chat more with you about uh, David Gravett's part. Tell us what you thought, what you liked, what you didn't like. Let's hear it. <laughs> Personally, before this video, I'd seen a few Gravette parts and he was really hyped up and I didn't understand the hype. But when this came out, I kind of started getting it. It was uh, my first part of his that I really liked. Some, you could tell he's having fun. Um, I actually forgot he had a part in this. So it was a, it was a nice little treat, but yeah, pretty good stuff the ditch blunt through the fence a little later in the part and then the 50 50 pop out on the curve rail or stand out yeah you know, amongst other things what do you think about uh front 50 50 back three i don't recall that one but i the 5-0 kickflip where he almost lands into the fish eye off of that uh, it's like a, almost a drop in the, like a little driveway. That's a, I like that clip, but I can't, I don't recall the backside 360. Uh, it's, uh, right before this blunt slide he does in what appears to be a drainage ditch of sorts. It goes by pretty quickly, but I just thought it was a, an interesting one. It almost seems as if he lands 180 and then just. Gareth Stir reverts to do the full three, but ain't gonna hold him on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of recall floppiness now that you mention it. Oh yeah, watching it now, it's definitely a 180 and land and Gareth Stir it. Wow, that changes everything. I wish I didn't see it. Um that's slow mode. Oh well. I pretty much said the same things you said, Mike. I uh, thought the box stickers on the metal sign were a nice touch. David's the second stater, uh, second skater to do step-off tricks in the video, and the blunt slide through the gate was sick. Otherwise, that's about it. Anything else from David Gravett's part? I'm I'm bummed on the the back three, 
uh, revelation we've come to here. I was really stoked on that in, in regular motion. Right? I think it almost seems sped up. Mm. He was he was years ahead of the curve, no pun intended, on that trick. <laughs> uh, Wait, are we talking about the 50-50 back three? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why did you like it? I never really thought much it does. It, it, it's questionable. I thought I heard someone say there was a back three in a ditch, and I am sitting here watching, and I had no idea what you were talking about. Never mind. Hey, I think the clip suits the part well. It's part of uh, his shtick where he's just going out and doing whatever. Yeah. I agree. Black and green for the creature. Yeah. Was he listed as a fiend on the website when he last went? <laughs> I, I went the other day to see if Devin Apello was still on there, and uh, yeah, he's still fiending. I was going to ask you about Devin Apello. So was he on there? No. Okay, yeah, that guy disappeared. No. Well, uh, we have a small game lined up around his part, so if you're listening, Ooh. stay tuned. But... uh. Let's keep going. Um, Ian, what did you think of the montage? I like it. I don't know. It's a fun montage. My One of my favorite things about this video is the montages, just because it's such a wild mix of people. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing to... Like, I, I like the flow of who they have. What am I trying to say here? Like they have skaters back to back that kind of makes sense to be back to back. Like there's a Manderson clip and then a Gons clip because crooked, whatever. There's like, I don't know, you have what it starts with like Tommy Sandoval and Chris Coles right after him or something. Like I like that like logical flow of the order they put the footage in. And it's just nice to see all these other people who I'd rather see full parts from than most of the people in this video. But they're, they're at least like sprinkled in there. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I think Montage 2 does a little bit of a better job with putting uh, teams together, but Montage 1 does have a little bit of uh, consistency, I think, with the type of skating that you see. And you even get a Papillardo clip. Yeah, I complain about that. Although I didn't know it was him for years. Really? Who do you think it was? <laughs> I, do, I don't know, some guy. Tommy Sandoval. Which clip is his? <laughs> uh, nose manual on the bank. I think in white and black Converse. Like Ollie's up a curb and then there's a kind of banked ledge that he Ollie's up onto and nose manuals around. It's Real after quick. the uh, Pete Eldridge manual. Yeah, I was having a hard time lining up skateboarders in that montage, although I did enjoy it. I'm glad they didn't go the uh, titles route and list who everybody was. I think it's kind of what keeps the montage uh, worth revisiting because you still need to go back and figure out who some of the people are if you care enough. Did, Let's see. Does anyone yeah. think... Uh, I'm sorry, I was going to say, did I, does anyone think that one of the berries contributed to Critch by the way it was filmed? 
one of the berries? Yes. Yeah. The uh, film, like, uh, oh yeah, like Ian probably. Ian. Was, Ian or John. Yeah, those those couple Chris yeah. Cole clips definitely looked like they were straight out of a an actual zero video. So that wouldn't surprise me. Sorry, I don't mean to keep chiming in. I think oh, do it. the blunt slide by Brian Anderson is his last good trick that he ever filmed. Um, <laughs> I think after that, it started with boneless Smith grinds, and I don't think I could forgive him for starting that trend off. No offense to people who do them. I think I could second what you say, but uh, I also think that any BA is timeless. Minus the front Smith post boneless tricks. That stuff is pretty rough. Made a few notes, nothing too crazy. The uh, switch heel Chris Cole does is at Drexel University in Philly. Of course, this is an interesting montage with the likes of Papalardo and Dyson Ramones. I uh, kind of was curious what happened to Dyson Ramones with the back 180, fakey 5-0-180, smooth operator-like. This uh, part also reminded me of how good Brian Delator's MIA part was. And we get some Pat, a.k.a. Sinner clips in here, which is wonderful. I've also been curious what Andrew Bo- Brophy has really done since he got on Girl. Do you guys know the answer to that? Instagram. Instagram. A pop, a pop shove it. I could see that. Okay. A uh, few more notes. Uh, that's about it. I love the Gerwer clip and then BA follow up on the hubba. That's that's uh, the highlight for me is Gerwer and then BA following that up. Classic combo. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot to do this earlier, but you can keep talking. I'll do whatever. But yeah, if there's anything else you want to say about the montage, I just forgot that there's something else I wanted to add in. Yeah, I can uh, I can actually follow up because I thought the same thing about about Dyson. So I searched him out, and he's uh, he's a barber in Hawaii now. He's got a kid, and he's a skinhead, but not that kind of skinhead. Well, that's good. What kind of skinhead? <laughs> uh, the the non-racist kind. Wow. He has short hair. <laughs> yeah, wow. there we go. <laughs> oh, okay. So there you go. Dyson Ramones cutting hair in Hawaii. Very cool. Anything else from the montage? I wanted to pose a question related to a trick in there. And I didn't, I wasn't able to catch who did it, but there was a front lip to front nose blunt. How you guys feel about lip slide pull up into another trick? I don't feel great about it. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the question of the day? flip slide to pull up to something <laughs> do you have a soundboard carl yeah <laughs> nice does it have air horns uh pretty sure put those on 
might get pretty ignorant. That's okay. That's the plan. <laughs> All right, we're no in there. Care. Anything well, shit, else from the montage? I know. I just want to get a soundboard now. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into. Um, here, let me get a soundboard, sound drop ready. All right, so let's do a bit of a deep dive into one of the mysteries of the video with Devin Apello. I did a quick Google and found an interview of him from, I think, when this video came out. Uh, the question to Devin Apello then was, everyone on Creature has at least four tattoos. What's the deal? Why don't you have any? Brian, how do you think Devin Apello responded to that question? I'm allergic to ink. <laughs> Ian, how do you think Devin Appella responded to that question? Left on red. <laughs> Mike, a guess as to how Devin Appello responded when asked that everyone on Creature has at least four tattoos. What's the deal? Why don't you have any? He was waiting for the right face tat. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the good one. Now he actually responded and says, "Because I'll never be able to afford a tattoo." Oh, kind of interesting. Yeah, I know someone who gets tattoos for twenty dollars a piece. Really? Where? They're not good, but. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, give me a link after. We uh, talked today. Let's uh, play a quick game about Devin Apello, okay? The game is called Guess How Many Instagram Followers They Have. Brian, how many Instagram <laughs> followers do you think Devin Apello has? Oh, man. Uh, 1,400. Fair guess. 1,400. I'll lock you in at that. Ian, a guess for how many followers on Instagram Devin Apello has. 420. No, wait, 666. <laughs> Mike, a guess for how many Instagram followers Devin Apello has. I'm going to go 1401, Bob. Okay. <laughs> Ian is the closest with his guest of 666. The uh, correct answer you could have said was 336. Oh, actually, I think that's more than I have. Three, three, six. Let me check. Oh, yeah, that's a lot more than I have. <laughs> oh, oh, well, shit. Thanks for playing, guys. That was fun. Uh, 1,000 points to Ian. I uh, only have four notes here for Devin Apello's part. This was, uh, again, not too much to say. This guy was wild, though. Um, I said that he was pretty much Creature's Jaws. Did you guys catch that vibe? The daredevil yeah. aspect? For sure. I uh, liked the doubles in this part. There was one clip that had a doubles clip that I was kind of into. And uh, 
I don't know why I wrote this for his part, but I said that this video was cons trying to figure out marketing. <laughs> I don't know why exactly I said that, but I don't know. It just seems weird that cons is like such a big uh, part of this video, but I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's good that the video had backing from Converse. But that's about all I have for uh, Davin Apello. So hopefully we uh, solved the mystery. Still alive, <laughs> but not on the Creature website, if anyone's uh, curious. Is his Instagram active or is it from 10 years ago? That's a good question. It was private and I did not request to be following. Mm. Were you ready to move on to the next part or? <laughs> I'm pretty much ready to. That's all <laughs> I had for him. <laughs> all right. Well, I got some comments. Okay. I think he had a, another part around this time, maybe for Creature. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I remember this one being, I think, a lot better. There's a couple good tray flips in there, uh, two in a row. That cone that I think Corey Duffel pop shelves or front 180s and you know, switch flips. Does anyone know the other tricks that went down there, if anything? I don't know if anything else happened. I don't know we're about gapping about, it. Yeah. Sorry, we're talking about the cone? Yeah, the cone. I know uh, Gravette kick-flipped into it like five <laughs> minutes previous. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. He kickflips the cone and Gravette kickflips in. Yeah, I, I definitely remember the Corey Duffel pop shove it. That, that was a super memorable one. I will say, I really did like the line he did at, at Club. And then 180 Nose grinds the hubba. thought that was a really unique way of uh, getting to that trick. Yeah. On the bunt, I was listening to the Tommy Sandoval episode, and he talks about how uh, he did a line with Nolly Front Board and how it's a big deal to do a line between the two. I agree. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, did any of you notice there's at one point, uh, there's a long lens clip filmed from pretty far away. He ollies over a rail onto a bench and then drops off the bench down like a two block. And the bench is set up on top of another bench at an angle, like perfectly to land on if you were going to ollie over the rail to the point where he he clearly set those benches up so he could land on it like that. But they look like really nice, like cement benches. And I, I wonder how many people it took to get it into that formation for him to get one clip on it. It's, it's just an ollie. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. That's uh, an interesting clip for sure. I uh, don't see anybody in the background, so maybe they're hiding in shame from having to move those concrete <laughs> benches of doom <laughs> for that Coliseum set uh, that he's all in. Yeah. But uh, that's something fun to ponder. I'm a... Uh, Blown away with how many flashes went off when he did front Smith front 180 around this curved ledge. It seems like not the craziest trick in the world, but if that's several <laughs> cameras shooting that clip, I think that's pretty funny. 
but I can't say I have too much for this part. Anything else to uh, mention about it? I wish there was. Hmm. What happened to Ian? We're going to take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsors. We are pleased to introduce an additional sponsor to the podcast. My uh, partner, Danielle, has her business, Plants on Fire. And we uh, sent some packages to Brian and Ian, who are with us here. Danielle, welcome to the podcast. We're glad to have you aboard. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. And support the podcast, too. I should thank you for that as well. Yeah, and to be fueling you guys with my protein balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brian and Ian, you received the balls. Danielle, do you have any questions for them? Any feedback that you're looking to get from them? Um, well, I've heard that they like them, which is always great when someone who is a non-fitnessy gym person enjoys them. So I'm happy to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not a good eater by any by any means. But as, as someone who eats like actual dog shit on a regular basis, I, I thought that they were pretty tasty. <laughs> That's excellent. I'm, I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Did you have a favorite, Brian? I was I was literally thinking about this earlier. Um, the ABJ, I think, has to take the top spot. Sticker Doodle's close second, but ABJ, I I definitely was wishing there were more of them. Great to hear. Um, <laughs> You can buy them at plantsonfire.co. But um, no, I'm glad like AB and J stands for almond butter and jelly. And um, it's not very apparent. So we just sometimes call it the raspberry one. But we're going to have some new packaging out later this year that's going to have it spelled out for everyone. So there's no confusion. But yeah, it's the, it's the purple one. And so where can we find Plants on Fire? Yeah, um, you can find them at plantsonfire.co. We are at plants.on.fire on Instagram. And locally in Philly, you can find them at River Wards Produce and Herman's. Um, we're at the City Fitness locations. We have like a whole store locator on the on the um, website. So we're adding some wholesale partners soon, but um, just so the listeners know, it's not weed and it's not a weed reference. Um, <laughs> I just, um, I'm vegan <laughs> and I wanted a silly name for a, a snack that I make. So it's, um, there are dates, almonds and pea protein and each little ball is a hundred calories and they come in some fun flavors and we're adding another one later this year. So stay tuned. There you go. Thanks again for uh, supporting the podcast, Plants on Fire. Here you go. We would uh, also like to thank 
Spectrum Skateboard Company, personally, the only skateboard brand that I know of. I actually have never heard of a Plan A or um, Enjoy with a Y or uh, um, Saturn Industries. All I know is Spectrum Board Co. And you can find them at Spectrum Board Co. on Instagram and .com. Uh, Google them. And uh, let's uh, continue our conversation on Prevent This Tragedy. Thanks again to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Ian, tell us a little bit about the best part of this video, which would be Raymond Molinar and Ethan Fowler's part. Look, there's one fucking thing that I hate in Raymond Molinar's part. He does, I think it's a switchback tail, shove it. To, be, to begin a line and he pops right before there's like a marble ground and he pops on the black part and he starts going across the gray part like he's going to cover the whole gray tile and he doesn't he shoves it and just lands right in the middle of that tile <laughs> boy do i hate that yeah i like that And he actually does some pretty sick photography too. If you look at, uh, check him out on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, on Photo Bucket. Yeah, his he first fifty shots ever on Photo Bucket. <laughs> and Brian, you want to take us into Ethan Fowler since I don't really care for his skating that much, to be quite honest. That that's too bad because I'm I'm a big Ethan Fowler fan, so I'm biased here. Uh. Oh, me too, he's just always... in the opposite direction. Ah, oh. Um, yeah, I thought this was this is one of his uh, his cleaner endeavors before he uh, he he passed on filming any more parts. He's he's got a a wild tray flip catch uh, down that double set in what is that Germany? Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think I think it was a tray flip. That's what Google said. Yeah, yeah. The one the one that Versace plug uh, does all of his uh, Instagram clips on. Uh, he's 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 got a good back three. Always has, and uh, he always will. I I don't care. He's always gonna have a good back three, no matter what. I wonder how Richie Belton's doing these days. I do but I, I wondered that well before. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna rock. That's how he's doing. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Look at his kit. <laughs> he's gotta be yeah. on something. <laughs> Alleg allegedly. Allegedly. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Birdie told me. Um, yeah, a, a weird mix in this, this section. I, I I wonder what the, the thought process behind it was, if that's just who stacked enough clips to equal half a part. I think it's a classic uh, mix of tech skating and then classic Ethan Fowler skating. Like I said, best part in the video in my opinion, and fact. So, 
was that. Uh, I thought it was impressive how Raymond slid that fakey flip tail slide. He didn't just credit card swipe it. He actually held it on that drop-off ledge. Uh, we get Ethan kicking what, on what appears to be a Cowtown-esque mini ramp in Arizona. Um, so let me ask, um, Brian, you've probably been to Arizona. Any experience skating Arizona or New Mexico? Uh yeah, yeah. Took a trip there. Gosh, it's got to be 12 years ago. Uh, hit up Phoenix and Mesa, hit up Albuquerque. One of my one of my favorite skate trips. I, I lost uh, my big toenail for the first time on that trip. Uh, that's been a fun process ever since. I think I'm on my fourth, my fourth big toenail now. Who can keep track? Yuck. Okay. Uh, Ian, Mike, any experience skating Arizona where potentially this mini ramp might've been Ethan Fowler's on? I've only seen videos. Not of that mini ramp. And I entered Phoenix AM this year. How'd you place? I didn't. Okay. I sent them a video tutorial of how to make hot dogs on a stovetop. <laughs> After uh, Ethan's back lip to clapping, we see uh, Nick Trapasso and Baca. They uh, look like some drug dealers from Breaking Bad. <laughs> just there, like golf clapping, just standing there. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, what else? This might be the last we've seen of Tony Silva, another skater that uh, ceased to produce footage after this. I should also note that there was a Scott Kane clip in that first montage with Big Spin Backtail. So it might have been the last clip we saw of him. I uh, think the back three down that set should have been the ender, not second to last ender. That uh, set looks a lot bigger and Ethan doing a back three is a classic. Mike, tell us a little bit about the uh, montage. Starts off Fanner. Uh, the only reason I know it was him is because the tricks were the same ones he does in every part. Uh, they Thrasher seemed to have picked good songs for their montages around this point. Kind of gives it an early 2000s vibe. I don't know if anyone else was feeling that. Oh, um, that's correct. You're right. Yeah. And they were definitely fanner tricks. Who who starts a line with fakey frontside heel flip? <laughs> <laughs> the worst flip trick uh, it's rough yeah and then does anyone feel like they saw the abuse in its clip a hundred times before yes kick flip up yep. and then lip slide in yes yep uh, and that you know Ramadetta post circa it's time footage was pretty good to say the least uh, JT Alt, I surprisingly knew it was him before he did that nose blunt on the other side of the hubba. People, Apple too. Yard, People I think, does a trick. Would you say, Carl? Feeble on that hubba was sick, too. Who did that one? JT Alt. He oh. feebles that hubba and Ollie over nose blunts it. Yeah. <clears throat> and 
it looked like Pat Duffy Trey flipped over a rail, but I think it was actually Mark Appleyard. Oh, I could see those uh, similarities. It's definitely Appleyard, though. Yeah, and then we, we talked earlier about how we'd never see footage from a lot of these skaters before, but I feel like a lot of the bowl skaters in this, uh, this was like some of their earliest footage, you know, putting out for Thrasher, and they're now some of the biggest names in bowl skating today, as they put it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's about all. More Slash. Yeah, I made a note that Slash was guilty of tails with a, I don't know, beanie or hat in the back pocket. Again, on that port slide. Whatever. I uh, like how this montage and then is I feel with teams. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, they did a mini sections. And then the Slashes Ender, he does the ollie tail slap on the ground. I feel like a lot of kids were trying to mimic that after this video came out. For sure. It's relatable. I tried one, and it was hard, and that was the end of it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tried one or done one. Now, I, uh, <laughs> now I'm interested. I think Mike summed it up pretty nicely. Uh, JTL says maybe one of the most underrated styles of all time. And uh, I, I never worked up the nerve to give a shit about the anti-hero kids back then. I feel like looking back now, maybe I made a mistake. You could have easily prevented this tragedy. It's my fault. Hey. Shout out to owning up to it. I think it's I think it's Fritz Mead. Somebody does a kickflip into the deep end of a pool just before the uh, like the Baker section of this montage. Mm. And I really like the way that like right when the clip starts, it looks like he like just jumped on a skateboard for the first time. He's really like getting <laughs> he's getting bobbled around on that thing, and then just like does this kickflip into the deep end. It's pretty sick. That's the only trick I remember. I mean, you get nose grind on the Papillardo rail. You get that dude that body slams into a what looks like a car parking lot window. Or like a bus stop or something. Yeah, oh, I don't even know yeah. what that is. Yeah, yeah no, that nose grind was sick too. You're right. Any idea who that was? Elijah Burrow, maybe? You know, it did look like him, but that guy looked too old to be him. It did, right? It, it, it didn't look like one of the memorable Elijah Burrow phases. Yeah. One of the many. Who did the nollie backside heel? On It was like a four-block type spot. Let me check wrong, uh, the credits. Could have just been like a normal set with <clears throat> blocks next to it. But it was a good nollie back heel. That's all I'm trying to say. Where was it in the montage? I believe after the glass break. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's Ragdoll. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Never has he done a trick that clean. <laughs> There's one guy who's uh, nicknaming this is Muska Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it. And then Cody McIntyre with the big spin is like the old style Cody Mac before, you know, the ledge trick to manuals with yeah. his toothpicks. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea who that nolly back heel is. Also that mo- yeah. Carl, were you joking when you said Elijah Barrel? Cause that did kind of look like him. I think, uh, Oh, it, all right. So I think it's Elijah Burrell and then Shane Azar that, uh, body slams and then fritz med that kick flips in let me uh run this back yeah i remember it because that shane guy's australian i think he's in let's live he is ain't that a video yeah so is it elijah burrell am i right i saw his name in the credits yeah it's there i'm pretty sure it's him yeah and that 50 50 looks like shane azar He's got a very round head. Yeah. Yeah, all of those clips might have been him. I don't know. Well, who gives a shit? Because Lord and Savior, Andrew Allen, is up next. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Ian, you seem ready to kick this one off. What do you think of Andrew Allen's part? Oh, it's fine. I I don't think I'm... I'm like the huge Andrew Allen fan that a lot of other people are. I do like his skating, and this was definitely like this. This is my favorite Andrew Allen. Like he's doing some weird ass switch tricks while looking like somebody who should not be skating switch at all. He's getting pretty gnarly, but still a little creative with some stuff. And I love all the uh, like the the switch hill bomb. I don't know, just all the, just all of it. It's all fine. Just fine. He's got half cabs, too. Half cabs are good. The shoe, not the trick. I guess the trick's fine, too. It's all just fine. Yeah, I feel as if this is right before everyone started to like Andrew Allen. Um, But I love what Antihero did with them, keeping them as is, and then... Just letting him morph into hockey, Andrew Allen with bleached hair. Yeah. Everybody be liking him. I do really like that back nose. Uh, I mean, it's like a back nose grind on the top of that big bank, but he doesn't grind and then goes back in regular. I don't know how to describe it. I feel like it's in like San Jose or something. It's a big bank in a parking lot. Um, it was the first part of his that I've ever seen. Uh, the openers were great. The switch alley to death was a good, really reels you in. Mm-hmm. And then it out the heel up the curb to the front 360. Great line. Um, and a lot of really good stuff. He switched back 5 That hubba was good. The tiny switch backside flip off the little roof into the bank. I noticed. Um, but yeah, good part. Brian, anything? 
Yeah, I made note of the uh, the switch front nose fakie on that wall rail. I feel like that's a really rare trick and probably for good reason. Uh, the, the That switch backside flip should have been a Denny's ad. They, they could not have lined that up more perfectly. Uh, I'm a big fan of riding through grass after you land a trick. It looks like uh, AA is as well. And then I, this part just kind of ends. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like they were, they they had a they had a plan in mind, and he was going to go get his part ender, and then he just forgot about the deadline. Have any of you seen the re-edit of his part that's somewhere on YouTube where he skates to Tears for Fears? No, that sounds promising. No, though. it's pretty fucking good. I highly recommend it. Ooh, <laughs> let me see if I can. For... I'll send it to you guys. Let me see if it's still out there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not gonna get old anytime soon. Fucking a. Oh shit! Here we go again. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Emmanuel Guzman had a part in this. Of course, he's the best. I uh, love the random switch dance back three on a, I don't know, bank to bank at a skate park. The front side flip down the double sets, wonderful. We get a good ender and an inspiring ender that I'm sure a bunch of kids tried on their uh, quarter pipe wherever they live. Kickflip knows wants a fakey. And uh, for some reason, I said that the front side crook doesn't exist to me. Maybe it's because I didn't really understand why it was his ender. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a boring ender. But uh, this guy rules. That's all I have for that part. <laughs> yeah, Again, I didn't... as as we prefaced at the beginning, this whole video is kind of forgetful. Yeah, I didn't want to even write too many notes for him because I was the part too good to uh, sit there and pause over and over. I thought he had the ender. It shows how much I remembered about this video, which was almost nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, no, just amazing part. A lot of fun. Sticks in your mind. Uh, the bump to bump that you were speaking of earlier. He does the switch tray. That was real nice, too. Followed by the switch back three. And, yeah, just good stuff. Frontside blunt in the bowl that they replay in the credits. Great trick. Yeah. yeah Ryan, not, anything? Not too much to add. Besides what's already been said, uh, he does a, a switch pop shove over a dirt gap into a concrete bank that goes towards a river. Uh, I feel like they, they did him dirty on that one, filming it the way they did, because I've, I've been in that spot and anything switch on that is is pretty mind boggling. And he had a, he had a clip where he's in a, another ditch spot and he ollies over a, a hip. And then the ride away for that, the hip ollie is is all dug out like one foot wide, <laughs> and they dug it out all the way to the opposite end bank. So the amount of effort, again, like I mentioned in Devin's part, the amount of effort that went into that one clip for him to just ollie over a hip is disproportionate to how I felt watching that clip.
Nice work, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they shuffled so much just for him to Ollie. I felt as if it uh, was cool to give life to the spot and show how it continued, but. Nice work, bitch. <laughs> Seems like a lot of effort just to <laughs> get a ride away. They're doing too much. Yeah. Imagine having to ride away through that. You have to land the ollie and then keep going straight. It's pretty difficult. He hardly makes it to the end, but he he almost slams into the bank. Well, you know what? Good for him. Who wants to talk about Nick Trapasso's part? I went to the same high school as him. <laughs> I feel like you guys are playing a prank on me. No, we're not. <laughs> like, I think Carl's playing a prank on all of us. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm no, not. no one's in on this joke. <laughs> Carl's all the buttons, really all the buttons are here. Just look at what's at my disposal right now. Uh, <laughs> I have a comment. Sure. He seems to be good friends with David Reyes and Nick. <laughs> Back. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to be good friends with David Reyes and Sinner. <laughs> that says enough that right there. What a crew. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not afraid of a fedora. No. All the homies get a trick in the friend section within his own part. Yeah, all the good homies. That's the difference I, uh, between like the bachelor party and the, the people that meet you at the club afterwards when everybody can come out. Like Sinner, he's like top tier bachelor party for for Nick Nick Trapasso. They're going yeah. out they're shooting cans and shit the day before somebody's wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. I like that uh, description. That works well. I uh, can't remember seeing anybody skate the other rail at that Florida spot. The one Apple Yard does capable backtail big spin on, but it's cool. He went through that kink. Uh, this song seems as if it could have been in Pulp Fiction. So let me ask uh, Ian. You seem like a movie boy. Well, who is your uh, favorite character in Pulp Fiction? John Travolta. As himself. <laughs> Brian, what about you? Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck did you do that? Well, I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. <laughs> when you're ready, Brian, no rush. My... my favorite character in pulp fiction uh yeah the hamburger <laughs> that's a big role the kahuna burger takes on yeah what about you mike marvin before he gets shot in that's the face a, that's an important one i like that whoa I like spoilers the, yeah i like the wolf I like Harvey Keitel's character. Yeah, Harvey comes Ke through at the end. That's probably the coolest Tarantino character out of all the movies. 
Um, I mean, do you, do you guys want to talk about Nick's part? <laughs> Not talk about Nick's part? I didn't have too much to write. This guy, it's a shame this dude was too chill for his own good. No, it's an amazing part. Uh, I probably said that about a few by now, but uh, you always get like that perfect flick. You know, he might not always land perfect, but the flip tricks are always perfect. Always has the leg extended, the life extended. <laughs> <laughs> and one, no, one I, trick, I agree with that. Yeah, one trick that always stood out was the switch frontside flip into the ditch over the gap where it's like a he's a silhouette. It's almost like air trapasso. But uh yeah, it's a it's a good clip. I like that he did a kickflip in the middle of a line and it was a really fucking good kickflip. Yeah, that was a good Subtle. one. Subtle, but but sweet. Yeah, I made note of that as well. I like that one. Anything else on Nick's part? I think he does like the fourth or fifth switch back lip slide on a handrail in the video. <laughs> huh? There was quite a few of those. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else did have one. There was a couple. I just, they were somewhere in montages. I think. Uh, yeah. I remember a couple for sure. You guys think he does yoga? No. No? Right. No, I don't think so. Let's ask him. Yeah, no, that's the only note I wrote down for his part. <laughs> what made you think of that? The way the way his legs go when he does that uh, that crook bonk in the skate park. Oh, yeah. That one looks wild. Shout out to anybody who does a front 180 as their ender. Yeah, it's pretty tough. A sketchy front 180, even though it's off a balcony, but... Yeah, yeah. I feel like the next we're gonna title or you're gonna title the next podcast uh episode four and scrap this one. Episode four twenty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this one was probably one of our best yet. We didn't even give the awards out yet. No. Let's uh let's get to it then. Brian, out of eight hardware pieces, eight being the best, one being you're not going to go skate after this. Maybe you'll throw the video out or throw it at the wall or give it away at uh, your local donation center. How do you view prevent this tragedy? Uh, I'm, I'm giving it a solid two. <laughs> go on. Why do you think that a two is fitting uh, for this video? The, uh, what the hell? what what's what what come on guys <laughs> <laughs> i give the first half two. the second half is is good though there there wasn't a single part in this video that i remember watching 
I can't say there's a single part in this video that I'm going to watch again. The, the entire soundtrack made me wish that I never discovered music. <laughs> and, and what, what, what is the, the vibe of this video? Was this, was this a converse promo? Cause if there's one thing I, I didn't leave wanting to do, it was buy a pair of converse. <laughs> Again, as I mentioned somewhere in this, I said that this video was cons trying to figure out marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Stellar job guys. So you're giving it a two. Yeah. If, if, if the best section in your video is a montage, try again. <laughs> uh, okay. Mike, let's take it to you out of eight hardware pieces. Where do you stand? Uh, I'll give the first half, as I said, a two, mainly because I forgot most of the skateboarders had parts, and I was only remembering the latter half of the video. But when you have <clears throat> Andrew Allen before every clip was a half cap flip into a tight bank, uh, fresh Emmanuel Guzman throwing down, and then, you know, one of the good trapasso parts that are out there uh it gets a, at least three bolts on the latter half so i guess five five total five total okay yeah you gotta crisscross the front bolts what does that mean <laughs> well you know you can't just put them both on the top or the truck flaps you gotta put them diagonal kind of uh. crisscross <laughs> Out of eight hardware pieces, Ian, where do you rank prevent this tragedy? Eight. Go on. Why do you think that? I think it's a good video. What do you like about it? All right, fine. Give it like a four. <laughs> there we go. Now we're cooking. <laughs> you want to elaborate or just leave it up to the... Uh, open new interpretation because I have pretty fond memories of watching this video, like the summer that it came out or whenever it did come out. I feel like I watched it far too many times, like way more times than it deserved. And you know, it's like Stockholm syndrome. You get stuck with something for so long, you're bound to love it eventually. So like that's worth at least four stars. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm going to give this video uh, three, which is the lowest rating I think I've given for a video. Uh, why the three? Sammy gets a bolt as the opener. The Ethan Fowler and Raymond Molinar part gets a bolt. And I'm going to delegate half. I'm going to solve the hardware piece in half and give half to the one montage and then the other half to um, so three. Um, yeah. Can't necessarily say that this video had much uh, to remember very much at all, honestly. And even what I noticed, like, there's some weird editing moments where they try to make the video seem 
well done or uh, memorable. But the one thing that just makes me really unsure about those decisions is how they slow-moed Andrew Allen doing a switch frontside no-slide on a flat rail, the one against the wall in Australia. And there's just too many transition clips for me to really care. And too many skate parks. So that's three. I also didn't really care for the music either. None of it really stuck with me. That's all I have to say about that. Would revisit if I was truly bored, but there's nothing really too uh, incredible about this video. So three. Brian, has anything aged the best from this video? Uh, nah. No. Mike, anything uh, aged well? <laughs> or Brian, if you want to elaborate. The, the amount of time it took me to try and think of one thing means no. <laughs> Got it. Mike. Uh, what aged the best from this video, if anything? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What aged the best? Um, maybe like some of the weird shit David Gravette was doing. Because he still does it and people still think it's cool. Myself included. And that whole Slash's little, little Ollie tail smack thing. I still kind of like that. I'm not Got really it. answering the right question, though. Those are just things that I think are cool, so <laughs> never mind. I think you answered it pretty well. Oh, Andrew Allen. Duh. Yeah. I'm going to second that and say, uh, in addition, Sammy Baca aged well. That's only true. got better with time uh brian this might be tough but who do you think won the video i i did give this one some um i'm gonna say baka which it seems on the rewatch his part granted he had the the luxury of going first before <laughs> before all of our hopes were uh, set ablaze. But yeah, even, even on the rewatch, Baca's part, I was I was still watching the whole thing. It's a low bar. That I think that's going to be the quote. I had another one, but I think that's going to be that's it. Yeah, uh, right. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Who won the video, in your opinion? Probably E-Man, as they'd call him. Just the all-around fun part. Got it. Ian, who do you think won the video? <laughs> I was going to say Raven Molinar, but I can't say it with a straight face. Um, Nick Trapasso. Why do you think that? It was a good part. He looked good skating in it. 
tie-dye sunglasses and all. Yeah, I know. The, the fashion choices are questionable, whatever. But he, he, he looked real good on a skateboard for a... Joy, and a little bit before that was the beginning of that time, and then this was the the unfortunate farewell. But so it goes. Got it. Andrew uh, Allen. Yeah. I'm going to say Andrew Allen won the video. Okay. Some variety of answers, which I uh, liked here. Brian, who do you think lost the video? Uh, Thresher. <laughs> you, you get handed this lineup and you put out that product at the end. That That's a huge L, my guy. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Okay, so I, I I think about that actually on my second watch through because this was I, I know I watched this when it came out at least once, maybe one and a half times, and it was it was just as underwhelming the second time, and I really tried to get something enjoyable out of this, but I. I want to point out something I said a while ago on the, uh, I believe it was the good and evil episode when I said, nobody gave a shit about Thrasher videos in that era. I'm going to extend it till 2010. <laughs> okay. You can do that. You're allowed. Thanks. Mike, who do you think lost the video? Besides the guy who's drunk and falls on his face at the end. Uh, uh, I think that might have been really Peastone. I think it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. The irony with the video name for a couple things struck me, but uh, Baca, Baca mainly didn't do it for me. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think all around there, there are decent parts, but... Yeah, he, his is the weakest. I mean, Raymond Molinar, I can't even consider a part. It was a couple frontside. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Okay. Ian, who do you think lost the video? Uh, I have an answer, but before I answer, Brian, to your point, I kind of feel like Thrasher won this video to an extent because this, like, to me, this is the embodiment for better or worse, of Thrasher magazine. And I feel like everyone over there watched this flaming pile of garbage and said, like, bro, <laughs> this is it. This is this shit is so sick. Like, we gotta put this out. <laughs> so all that being said, I think Devin Apello lost because he looked like he was killing himself to get a part in this video, and I don't think it paid off. Ian, you and I think alike. Devin Apello lost the video for me. Imagine literally jumping off a building just to end up in this. <laughs> um, yeah. Poor guy. Anything else on Prevent This Tragedy? A serious question. What does that title mean? Uh, I think it's an Alkaline Trio song. 
I know is. that much. Yeah. I definitely know that much. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's the it's the third best song on their second worst album. <laughs> I'm I'm sure Trio was getting a ton of play over at Thrasher at the time. I mean, maybe it's uh I mean I'm going off of that cover of the video where it's what appears to be Sammy Bakoff falling out of a car uh, from drinking and hitting his head. So maybe it's a message to prevent this tragedy of not skating and drinking. And to prevent that, you should be skating and drinking. Well put. It's my best educated guess. Does that uh, give you some type of context? Some is better than none. <laughs> it's funny because that was also a potential uh, title of this video. Converse <laughs> was pondering. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on this video? No. to add more generic comments. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode four of All My Skate Videos. You can bother us on Instagram at All My Skate Videos. You can annoy us on Gmail at amsvpod at gmail.com. You can leave a comment and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and let us know which host is your favorite. I've been Carl. I'm Mike, or John Katz with Shredcast, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm Brian. I don't want to be associated with this. And that was Devin Apello. Thank you for listening.